0: Chapter One: The Speed Demon. What a fitting title. So, this is a this is an important chapter because this is our introduction to Frank and Joe Hardy, their
1: father Fenton, Fenton. What a great name! Uh, and their their uh, pudgy friend Chet Chet Morton. I think I said Hooper or something. You said Chet Hooper, and I like that more than
0: Chet Morton. We're gonna find out it's like Biff Hooper or something like There's that. There's gonna be a Hooper in this. Okay. There's
1: gotta be a Hooper.
0: Um, but right into the action, um, as far as first chapters go, guns blazing. A lot coming thrown out, guns at us. blazing. A lot thrown at us in the first two paragraphs. They almost get hit by a car.
1: Yes, like that's that's it's, welcome to the Hardy Boys. Welcome to the life we lead. It's the first sentence of the book. Now, my question was, you know, for some reason, I've always imagined the Hardy Boys were fourteen. So I'm immediately thinking, why are they driving motorcycles? And is one of them in a sidecar? But clearly, they both have their own motorcycles.
0: And we find out on uh, two pages later, 18-year-old Frank was tall and dark. Joe, a year younger,
1: was blonde with blue eyes. And I'm sensing racial tension going on here, right? Were you getting that? Also, 18, little for high school, right, Frank? What's going on with Frank? he got held back a year, that's true. I, that's a big thing, though. I feel like they're in the same grade. Frank's a little too old. And they also made Frank the dark one. That's why I'm sensing, you know, a little bit of racism. Well, the
0: sentence right before that is, even though one boy was dark and the other fair, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a marked <laughs> I resemblance. It's already pretty
1: negative towards the dark boy. We're, we're set up to dislike Frank. Yeah, it's a little...
0: It's, a, it's, it's not what I expected.
1: No, not, not at all. That was a... A little much for me. I also noticed the Hardy Boys have this thing when they're in danger, um, which is very surprising to me. They like to pull off to the side of hilltops.
0: That's true. So, yeah, in this whole first chapter, they're they're riding their motorcycles across town. Um, and, yeah, it twice says, they, they pull their bikes to the side of the road and get off and wait.
1: When they get to the top of the hill, the line is, we better climb off this hillside and fast – and then before they're even off the hillside, they both pull their bike to the side of the road as far off as they can so they don't get hit. They can clearly outrun this this car. Yeah, and
0: uh, as a driver, and, and I've I've ridden bikes, but I haven't ridden a motorcycle, but I've ridden yeah. bikes. I've been on a one-wheel. I've been a cyclist myself and um, a one-wheeler. I've had cars coming at me like, whoa, what is this guy doing? Yeah, never has my instinct been to like quick pull over. Well, and the the first dialogue is, "He'll hit us! (laughs) He'll hit us! We'd better climb this hillside and fast." So they're seeing this guy coming, and they don't immediately pull off. They continue riding up the hillside, the the hillside, and then they come to a screeching halt and leap off. And then that's a terrible thing to do on a hilltop. And then on the double, Joe cried out as they started up the steep embankment. So then they climb this, this steep embankment just off the side of the road. And I would just say, if you're setting the the table to have this, like, you know, I, I'm thinking of the modern Hardy Boys are, are people like, uh, oh shoot, what's the Jack Reacher? Yeah.
1: Oh hell yeah! Like Tom to sort Cruise, of baby. Yeah,
0: like that, and Jason Bourne. Yeah, like this sort of never back down, like. Jason Bourne's not going to be like, "Oh no, that car's driving sort of crazy. Let me uh go up here, pull, pull over to the side, side of, the of the road, road. and then yeah. climb this steep embankment."
1: That's not the action hero I want to follow. No, I I would have I would have preferred that they played chicken with this guy. That would have been way cooler. I mean, considering their age too, they're they're teenagers. They should be reckless, not yeah. pulling over to the side of the road. Right. Even though that's more reckless than playing chicken, I would say, because here you're left defenseless.
0: Yeah if if he wants if to get you the edge if yeah, he wants to you got to you, jump off you stopped moving, which makes you
1: <laughs> easier, the easier to, to hit. target, yeah, but and then so, this dude ends up on two wheels. he's just like, oh well, they stopped, I should just turn right, and which i I think it's either Frank or Joe that's just like, well, that's a dead end, you know, how does he know the layout of of this road so well? It doesn't seem like they know this hilltop that well, yeah, that and a, this whole the – ge- the geography yeah. of this
0: area. It's so
1: confusing. It, it seems that
0: they're on they're, – they're along the Atlantic coast somewhere. So they uh, say. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm picturing this road winding. They say there's a steep drop-off on one side down to the water, and then there's a sharp embankment on the other side. Yeah. So they're sort of like carved into this cliff. How could they see – they they there's a road they the stared dead end. in horror at an oncoming car no, yeah. no not even knowing the that that road was a dead end yeah i'm picturing what what sort of what sort of view do you have where you can see that a car That's is coming some way away but you still have a hill to climb yeah. normally if you're if you are climbing a hill you can't really see what's on the other side of it and i, I don't know i'm just sort
1: of confused by the whole thing i'm um, with you on that and, and, and they're trying to set up all this excitement, yet the world they're building makes no sense. And I think it comes down to,
0: to – to share a, a personal story. So I've coached uh, high school uh, Ultimate Frisbee before. Yeah. And there's days that, like, everything's going smoothly. Everyone showed up to practice, and people are throwing and catching, and the strategies you drew up, everything's working. And then something happens where, like, some kid calls another kid a name, and then, like, some kid storms off, and there's drama, and it's just stupid. And you have these moments where you're like, oh, yeah, they're high schoolers, and right. they're stupid. Yeah. Where, like, they could have all the potential in the world, but they're high schoolers. And I think that's a, that's what I'm sort of taking away from this chapter is, like, these, these kids want to be big they timers. Be their father. They want to be... Yeah, they, they want to be like Fenton Hardy, the great yeah. Fenton Hardy. But... At the end of the day. They're high schoolers. They're high and, schoolers. And I suppose that's at, at 17 or 18 years of age, I probably would not have known how to deal with an oncoming car speeding like that. But but maybe by the
1: time I was my Ooh, father's age. You know what? I'm a hypocrite. I've been guilty of pulling off to the side of the road while being chased. To avoid it. Wait, to chased avoid, or I was being chased. Oncoming. It wasn't oncoming. It okay. was chased Because this was oncoming. This is on... That's a this different a little story different. then. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have pulled over if it was oncoming. Although, does being chased... I feel like pulling over is just surrendering the chase. Well, I pulled over because I figured she wouldn't find me. But this woman that was chasing me, my friend, had an airsoft gun, and he shot at my car, went out my window, through my window... Happened to line up perfectly with this lady driving on the opposite side of the road. Oh, no. Hit her in the face. She does a U-turn and starts chasing me. So I speed away, pull into a subdivision, and park. I sh- shiz you not. Well done. Thank you. It turns out I pulled right into her front yard. Well done. all the houses and subdivisions I could have chosen, I chose hers. You chose and she pulls her out, front yard. She parks into her driveway and goes... This is my house. <laughs> You're in my house now. How quickly did you leave her house? I peeled off right okay, away. Good. Just like just like this reckless driver. They couldn't even get my license plate. Yeah. But she could make out my features that I was red haired and uh <laughs> and hatless. <laughs> and that's I mean, in a the time another, of hats, I guess everyone just was always. What, that, that was
0: my question. Was it a time of hats where like well, if you're gonna drive a car, oh, you gotta don't forget your hat.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be a fool out there without a hat on. I don't know if you noticed this, but he was driving without his hat, and that's dangerous. Which it makes me laugh because they're like, "Well, I didn't get a good, uh, I didn't get a good look at him because he was going so fast." But he had red. I think it said red spots in his hair. Not even fully red hair.
0: No, uh, they noted that he was hatless and had a shock of oh, it was red a shock hair. of red hair so, which is not a unit of measurement no. with which i am familiar <laughs>
1: but uh you know it's just a shock of it
0: as i age i feel like i'm being left with more and more of what is a shock of a brown bri- <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, okay yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i think that's what a
1: shock is it's what
0: <laughs> what is left poking out from under my my non-hatless head
1: okay now i i understand what they're going with now it was very confusing for that yeah so a a, a note on their aspirations uh, they So as
0: they continue up the road after this guy leaves, they're uh, delivering papers. These very important legal very papers. Very important legal papers from a case that they helped their father solve. Uh, Correct. As it is exposed here. But, A, so Frank reached into his jacket pocket to be sure several important legal papers, which he was delivering uh, for Mr. Hardy, were still there. Yeah. I've de- I, I feel like your jacket pocket just on a motorcycle, on a motorcycle is going to be flailing a good, in the safe wind. Place to store important He should have put it in his documents. driving hat. That's and that's why you wear a driving hat. And that's exactly why you wear the driving cap. I don't know where you would store important legal papers on a motorcycle,
1: but jacket pocket seems he, the worst. You have a pouch that you carry with you. It's on the side of the motorcycle. And I I, I would assume that an important legal paper is not folded. I, I would never fold legal paper.
0: Like I suppose yeah. something nowadays could be like mailed, but I imagine like a manila folder, like manila envelope sort of a given. situation here. Yeah.
1: Things were a lot stricter back then. And I too. can't I can't
0: imagine that fitting into a jacket pocket without somewhat ruining the contents uh, of
1: the envelope. The question is, Frank, how big are your jacket pockets? What are the dimensions of this pocket?
0: Yeah. So It
1: could be a fairly wide and deep pocket. Check out our merch
0: store <laughs> for really? our legal document motorcycle <laughs> jacket pockets.
1: Yes, as well as driving hats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> driving hats and shocks <laughs> of red hair. Uh, but but in this, so so they're 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 gonna deliver these things, and they're talking about helping their dad, and and how they
1: think their dad should rename it Hardy and Sons, which I I had a good laugh, and I'm like, that's a good podcast title, Hardy and Sons, Hardy and Sons. Okay, the the but there's an even better podcast title coming agent. up later. Oh, I'm excited! Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I was gonna say though, uh, Hardy and Sons, like that's that's exciting, but but as they get into it, like that's what they want to be, that's what they want this firm to be. Yeah. Um, and isn't he one of the most famous private detectives in the country? You don't know if driving? your
1: dad is famous or not?
0: My problem is with the next sentence where he finishes, and aren't we bright too?
1: I had a good chuckle at that too. You're and, not too and bright, this is the Frank, pulling off to the side of the road. Well, n- not only that, but I think the recognition
0: of one's own intellect is a sign of of a lack thereof. Yes. Like I feel like... Great thinkers and great detectives aren't like, hey, I'm super. I'm a great thinker and I'm a I'm a smart person. Yeah, but that that sort of I think goes to to reinforce that they are high schoolers. Yes, and I feel like in high well, that's school, a, yeah, that's true. I you probably think said
1: stuff like that too. You're smarter than you are. Yeah. My favorite thing is there is that line of, aren't we bright too? And then the next paragraph happens to be the one where we find out that Frank is 18 and still in high school. To I'm thinking, Frank, you ain't all that bright, brother. <laughs> not, he may be bright, just not
0: for his age. Yeah, He's a late bloomer.
1: <laughs> Frank is the smartest out of all the 12-year-olds he hangs out with, and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. So off they go into Willowville, where they find a lawyer and, yeah. gi- and give him the papers. Um, and then the guy comes back in the car with the shock of red hair, and... As so, just then, above the sharp putt putt of their own motors, two boys heard the roar of the car approaching from their rear at a great speed, and they took a moment to glance back. And then Joe said again,
1: pulling over to glance back.
0: Yeah, looks like that same guy we saw before. Joe burst out, "Good night." <laughs>
1: yeah, I love that. It's a great expression. I, I love the good night one. I'm with you on that. And uh, uh,
0: market. I'm going to be driving along sometime, and somebody's going to cut me off, and I'm going to, aloud in my car, go, oh, good night. That'll probably happen later today.
1: I really hope so. I mean, you do not get a better uh, line than good night. Are you kidding good me? Good night. Where is that at?
0: <laughs> at once, the Hardy stopped and pulled as oh, yeah, close to is. the edge as they dared. <laughs>
1: Again, why are you pulling close to the edge? What? And listen, there's a line before that where they say... If Frank goes, it's a hundred. F- it's a hundred foot drop. How do you know the exact measurements here? Because it follows up with Joe saying, "That's right." <laughs> well, they had just—that's correct. It. This is a, an exactly a hundred. foot drop. And they've got drop. a
0: topographical map that they're working off of. I suppose. Oh, of
1: course. And then, yeah, f- to happen after that, they pull off as close to the ledge as they can. After saying, "This is a hundred foot drop," let's get they as even close say, to it as we can. If you fall, you're not going to hit the ground alive. They know yeah. they're going to hit sharp edges. What are they doing here? They got hubris. They got Cliff Hubris. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what
0: it is. That's and, also and that's... a great
1: name, Cliff Cliff Hubris.
0: For a person or for the podcast?
1: No, just a person, Cliff Hubris. That's a good action hero name. That if is Cliff good... Hubris doesn't show up in one of these Hardy Boy books. We're going to write be our own Cliff Hubris novels. I think the end goal of this. Podcast is for us to write our own Hardy Boys novel. They're all ghost written. Why can't we do it?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the next pages, page four and five, there's like really only one version of these books that exist. So if yeah. you're reading it, you're probably reading these same. Uh, the blue
1: hardcover. Yeah, the blue with hardcover. the flashlight lighting up chapter one.
0: But uh, the page spread of four and five has two illustrations Fantastic and I'm a big fan illustrations, of And you yeah. can see from the lines next to this car that it's going, it's going real fast. Yeah. yeah, this car ain't messing
1: around. <laughs> You can see them against the cliffside as well, which, out of nowhere, there is, like, this barrier that they're leaning against.
0: Well, I'm wondering if that's, that's so the easy jagged to upright.
1: Okay, maybe they... They might be a little smarter than we give them credit.
0: But that wouldn't be... Because the, they said they got us close to the edge, and I feel like if you were backing up against the wall, you wouldn't that's say, like... That's not an edge. The, yeah. That's, yeah. That's just This is just lazy writing as far as you can, yeah. Or just bad illustrations. Um. But yeah, so so this dude speeds by again, um, and they're just sort of speechless. I mean, they're talking. It's a book. There's dialogue. But they're they're not making any assumptions about who this guy is or what. They're just like, oh, crazy driver. Why? Why could this be? what's going on with
1: this driver? Why is he chasing us? And let's roll. Yeah. And we're done. In which this car drives past them super fast... And we get a line saying, it went too fast to get the license number or a glimpse of the driver's features. Followed by a line that 100% gives this man's features (laughs) and makes it probably the easiest guy to find in this small little area.
0: Yeah, that's true. Unable to get a glimpse of the driver's features, but they noted that he was hatless and had a shock of red hair.
1: I mean, how Which many are red-haired people are there going to be? I mean, that narrows it down. They know his, and this the is color the of his car. And this is 1950 when that was still legal. That was still legal, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays, we put a ban on that because they would all drive so recklessly. <laughs> Red-headed drivers, don't get Without me started. Without their driver's hats. Don't get me started. Because they wanted to show the red hair.
0: And that's why they made driver's hats uh, <laughs> required for redheads. <laughs> Which,
1: but, yeah, the... There's a great line too, immediately after that, you know, he sees the, the hatless driver and Joe says to himself, if I ever meet him again, Al, Al, but he was too excited to finish his sentence.
0: Now, that's a great line, but I'm a fan of what happens next when Frank said, well, the paragraph starts with, Frank relaxed. Yeah, Frank, that, that is, Frank is a lot
1: more calmer. Thing. He was too right excited now. to
0: finish the threat and then, but Frank relaxed yeah. and states, he must be practicing for some kind of race. I mean, now, that's
1: an excellent deduction, though.
0: It's an odd thing to leap to. I feel like most reputable drivers would. This this guy appears to be breaking the law by driving recklessly, likely over the speed limit. Yeah, um, it'd be more
1: like this guy just pulled off a crime.
0: Yeah, this guy's trying to get away from something. Like if I saw somebody speed past me on the road, or like I was on my bike and they almost hit me as they careened past me along a cliff, I wouldn't be like, oh. That dude's that, practicing that dude's for a race. Race, race yeah. practice.
1: I feel good like night. This is a good excuse to use to police officers. Why were you driving so fast? I'm practicing for a race.
0: I wonder if that would work.
1: I'm curious if it would too. Probably wouldn't have back then. I don't for know redheads. if you noticed, but I have my driver's hat on. I'm clearly practicing for a race.
0: Ah, and then or the, the officer would say, I, would... "I apologize, sir. Yeah, go Please on with continue. your business." And you two boys, you stay uh, over next to that
1: ledge until he passes. (laughs) Go stand on that ledge. As is
0: protocol. Yeah,
1: but make sure you get as close to the edge as humanly possible. Not as close as Puff Daddy, though. No, no one can be as close as Puff Daddy. He's too close to the edge. Okay. Yeah. Do not push that man. He is too close to that edge. He's trying not to lose his head, okay? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And then we meet Chet chet morton um
0: it, well before no i'm sorry they're, they're on the way to chet's then they find this car upside
1: down in which they have to question is that the same car this car that's been chasing you twice you saw it on two wheels driving to know what car this is
0: if you saw it on two wheels you also probably saw, saw the, the bottom of it yeah, yeah. You because know it was with. coming at them and it turned to the right so it would have exposed oh no it would have rolled left if it took a right turn. They wouldn't have seen the bottom of it. <laughs> Look at them covering it up. They're smart. That's smart. That's They're very smart. Like, it was a dead end, but had they turned to the left, it would have exposed that. No. We would have saw the underneaths. No. Never would a car coming toward you as I do this physics in my head. Do the physics. Break it down. No matter which way it turned, the top of it's going to lean toward you. It wouldn't expose its bottom side unless it passed you.
1: Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Bringing physics into the Hardy Boys, I like how you rock. Interesting, but that's
0: why they couldn't quickly identify it by the bottom of the automobile. Um, but I I was then struck by this. So they go down. They don't know if it's this car or not. Yeah, that's been chasing them. But being the diligent young boys that they are, they're detectives. Yeah, to detect, they go down to make sure no one's hurt or anything like that. Yeah, Um, and no one was in the car. No shock of red hair. Uh. No hat. No hat. <laughs> um, it was a hatless car. It was a hatless, shockless car. Um, but then they said the brothers were completely puzzled by the whole affair. And then the next sentence, since their assistance was not needed at the spot, they climbed out of the culvert and back onto their motorcycles. And I just appreciate that civic duty.
1: That's a good civic duty. I, I agree with you. Like They, they should have rode if, to the police station because they touched the engine and said... It's still warm. So clearly this just recently happened, and there there's a madman running around, almost dead, hatless, and, you know, they're not doing anything to help him. They're just like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and go back to Chats.
0: Yeah, and so I'm interested, given what you said in episode zero about, like, criticizing police officers for not doing their job. Yeah. This is one of a few moments in this chapter alone that I'm like— Maybe you should
1: have called the police. Maybe you should
0: have called the police, yeah. Yeah. There's there's things that are beyond a high schooler, uh, beyond their capabilities and and legal
1: jurisdiction. Yeah, they have these legal papers. They think they're above the law now. And they're not. And I think this is why the cops have issues with them. I mean, they set it up themselves. They think they're above the law. Yeah. And they're just high schoolers. And imagine that from the police
0: officer's perspective— if you know that there's going to be these two high school kids who keep showing up places trying to tell you to do your business, yeah. it's not who you want to be. You don't want to be one of those kids. No, it's the worst kid to be. Yeah. Um, so they, they climb
1: out and they go meet Chet. And Chet is fat. Chet is – he is described uh, as uh, a plump boy who loved to eat and was rarely without an apple <laughs> – interesting choice <laughs> – or a <laughs> pocket of cookies. And all I can think is pocket a- of cookies. That's a good title. That is a good title. Podcast of cookies, podcasting with cookies. I don't know why we're not eating cookies at this moment.
0: Without an, a- that's a good question. I had a few graham crackers right before you got here. That counts as a cookie, right? Yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's essentially a, a grown-up. cookie. That's a grown-up cookie. It's yeah. a cookie with It's as slightly less guilt
1: than a, like than that, a real yeah. cookie.
0: Um, I, I, I'm really hung up on. He was a plump boy who loved to eat and was rarely without an apple.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, and you know, I he, get that they chase that, that, that with, with the apple or a pocket of cookies, the doctor away. But that's just not an image
0: I associate with. Which yet? Well, with, with with sort of like the plump, the cliche plump kid. Yeah, your stereotypical fat character. He's gonna have Lunchables. He's not gonna have an apple. I'm with you. Yeah, on Yeah, or, this. or a Hershey bar. Yeah, or I feel of like there are a, a handful bar. of other things from the 40s and 50s yeah, that some shakes. Yeah, like yeah. A, or you know a soda jerk thing like. It, there's a lot of things before an apple that I'd be like, oh, look at this fat kid and his apple. They want apple. Him to say, hey,
1: listen, Chet might be fat, but he's trying. You know? Okay, and, and he's if that's trying. the to take
0: away, yeah. then,
1: then good on Chet for good on wanting Chet. to make a change. Maybe he's lost a little bit of weight. Maybe he's just been – he's like, okay, I've had all these cookies in my pocket for so long that maybe I should start putting some some apples in there. Or maybe he's eating – okay, so he was really without an apple or a pocket of cookies. Maybe the pocket of cookies
0: is just for resistance weight. He's training. He's training. He's trying yeah. to. He's trying to add some a few carbs. Well, not a even eating them. If he just has a pocket of cookies, the added weight of those cookies is going to give him a better workout. I
1: see like what you're your, saying. Your yeah, typical it's the weighted vest before you had a weighted vest.
0: Exactly. They didn't have weighted Five vests back then. They had tactical pockets of cookies. cookies. Yeah, <laughs> Kevlar cookies. Kevlar cookies. It's fantastic. I, I think that's a. Chet might be a smart guy. He's not. Because the next thing he does is he's like, my car's been stolen. Let me ask these two high school kids to to chase this person down. So this is, uh, I think, because it's the final action of the chapter, the final moment where the police should have been called yet again. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, so Chet asks them... Uh, yeah, where, where is it here? Chet asks them to uh, help them find his stolen car chet don't ask two high school
1: kids yeah. to find like we get it Their did dad's you tell a your detective. parents yeah yeah or, t- or tell these two kids dad yeah hey guys call your dad someone just stole my car yeah I, I, it's that easy so, i'm with you chet actually is not a, a smart man he just understands how to work out properly yeah he's a blue collar man He's an everyman. He's an everyman, yeah. That's He's what they're Chet trying the to set up. <laughs> yeah. he,
0: and he, you know what? He's just like you and me.
1: He's <laughs> just like... That's why we relate to Chet already. I am Chet. I'm thinking, why are My we not walking around Chet. with pockets full of cookies right now? I mean, it's genius.
0: I would make a I lot think, more friends.
1: I would have a lot more friends, too. They, uh, the writer of this book really enjoys pockets and things in pockets. I have a feeling that pockets are going to come back quite... A bit in this book.
0: Pockets and Hats.
1: Pockets and Hats. That's what that's what they're all about in this. And I like this. Another podcast name, Pockets and Pockets Hats. Pockets and Hats. I do like that as we well. We will see. One of my favorite things, though, is they're trying to figure out, um, well, wasn't the car locked? Yeah, but the garage wasn't. Why would you lock your car and not the garage, first of all? And then Frank immediately goes, a professional job. <laughs> How do you know this dude just doesn't break the window and, and hotwire it?
0: Well, he doesn't have to hotwire it. With the because keys got- in it. Well the keys aren't in it. It was locked, but the next line is a professional job. Frank commented, auto thieves always carry scores of keys with them. Oh my, that's they're like janitors. Yeah, they have all these keys and I'm just I'm wondering, even in like nineteen forties and fifties, how many keys were there? If there were only twenty five keys yeah you could you could get one of each and steal any car.
1: That's interesting. Do,
0: do we have to fact check this? How I don't know. How
1: many keys were around in the 1950s? And
0: and how many would you have to carry to be an effective auto thief? Because. That's a good question. I feel like, yeah, hot wiring was probably much easier then than it is now. Than it with, is now, with yeah. Computers and, you know, yeah. the, the technology that exists it was more to stop simple it. of
1: how it was created.
0: Yeah. Why would you need to carry a score of keys with you, which I feel like would make you A, slower. Yeah. And be noisier. You'd be way noisier. Like, how did he not hear this auto thief break into his pocket of keys? With with a score of keys. This jingling thief. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I question the boys at this point. I'm a fan and I have hope in them. I'm optimistic. But chapter one, they have a lot of potential for growth, is how (laughs) I will spin it. That's a fair way to say it. A lot of potential for growth. I think
1: they're very dumb people. So the
0: chapter ends with – um, well, hey, first, Chet's been working on this car, and it's it's he's always working on the engine every day yeah. to make it faster. And then they say, uh, climb on uh, the, the Queen, Chet's car. The Queen can't go as fast as our motorcycles.
1: Oh, and the Queen also isn't filled with gas.
0: No, Queen's low it's, on gas. It's
1: very low. Yeah. He knows he's not going to get very far. They know he didn't go left because the Hardy Boys came from the left. Right. There's only one possible way he he could have gone, and that's to the right.
0: Yeah, but it brings me back to these really really fast motorcycles. If they can catch this sports car that said the engine souped, why up, couldn't
1: they outrun that car? At the yeah,
0: beginning? why were yeah. they so <laughs> concerned about pulling over and avoiding certain death?
1: Why they did just, they
0: hang off the edge of a cliff
1: together? They just wanted to watch. If we've learned anything, the the Hardy Boys are, are they're more of watchers than doers.
0: Yeah, which is. A lot of what detective work is.
1: It is. That's very true. So maybe they're the, setting up these are maybe proper they're great detectives.
0: detectives. Bad police officers.
1: That's very true. We're actually making them seem smarter than they are. Yep. We're doing a good job of that.
0: We are at the end of the chapter, which I believe ends the way that almost every chapter ends, and that is We're about with to get a cliffhanger. A great cliffhanger. Yeah. So because, this chapter ends, you know, in a few moments, the boys are tearing down the road in pursuit of the automobile thief.
1: Yeah, we got Chet. He's excited, and he, he swirls himself – or I'm sorry. He swung himself uh, onto the back of Joe's motorcycle. So we got Chet, the plump boy. Good thing he has those cookies weighing him down. Yeah,
0: and that's going to help balance out the motorcycle because Joe is the smaller of the yeah, two.
1: they're not going to be Frank doing is back tall wheelies and dark. now. <laughs>
0: parentheses maybe somewhat italian but we don't want to talk about. we don't
1: it. want to talk about the ethnicity of frank but okay his, his here mom it is we're gonna put it out there he's a little bit older he's a little bit darker uh but that's all you're getting
0: yeah and his mom hasn't ever explicitly said that fenton hardy is is the is dad. frank's dad yeah. i mean she
1: lets them assume that but sort of like it's about to become very obvious to the boys that Frank has It's a sort of like a, a
0: Maury Povich Santa Claus kind of thing where you just have to believe in the yeah. in the genetics behind it and the DNA test.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. I'm thinking for our Hardy Boys book, we should dive into those issues. And call it the Mori Povich Santa Claus? It should be the Mori Povich Santa Claus. They need That's to go the name onto the show and we need to find out is this the father or not?
0: Or or is Frank actually Italian?
1: I think Frank uh, might be Italian. Okay. Well, Without further ado, chapter 2. Chapter 2. You just rhymed. I love it. The hold up.